feel like this might be the first repeat. But I don't care. It's Marvin, so we can do that. Wait for it. You niggas is not making music, bro. I'm ready to be old. You niggas is not making music. Tell me, oh, shit. Fuck around and let this whole goddamn song play. Like, this what? I don't think we can get sued for that. It'll be alright. Marvin's family will come for you, though. We are apologized. I, there's nothing. I don't have anything to give you. We didn't make no money off this. This it just it just we just it fans. Is what it is. Yeah, because Marvin's family they'll fucking run down on you. Didn't they? Uh, they got um, they got somebody big recently. They got a few people. Yeah, they don't fuck around, man. Uh, uh, we on behalf of the estate. Yeah, you thought you was about to no nigga. But yeah, I want to say it was um, I think it was like Ed Sheeran to somebody. They they came down on like, give us that motherfucking. I mean, that's that's reparations. Well, you know, it's we got a good point because it was that, and the other big one was when they fucking came at um, uh, Robin Thicke because they said that that shit like, hey hey hey, pay pay pay, motherfucker. Like, hey, white man. You know what? Maybe they got a little. Hey, you know what? I'm with it. I see you making a little money off our family over there. Yeah, fuck all that. They said, they said, run it back. Immediately. Yep. Pass that, pass the duchy to the left hand side. And this is clipped. It'll be clipped through the Instagrams with the licensings and all that shit. So, you know, get your money, man. I'm over. Yes, I am. I mean, that's what he made the songs for, right? And my family can eat off this when I'm gone. I like, I mean, obviously, it sucks that, you know, he passed, but it is, it's nice every now and again, you know, they hear motherfuckers got their paper in order, because as has been consistently said, and is consistently always said, that fucking, I don't know, I'm, I'm glad I'm not a nigga like who is passionate to make music, because that's a fucking, that game is crazy, yo, like, depending on music, how you play it, yeah, yeah, the music business is, it's business, it's some crazy shit, it's for show business, the, the music business I'll say the independent music game is probably similar to the podcast game. I can see that. You find, yeah, yeah, you know, you. I would like to say that, like, I feel like, because especially, like, even um, around this year, joint, I think that, like, there's inspirations that come from, you know, like, the platforms that niggas have, like, succeeded in. I, I would like, to, I think, like, podcasters definitely probably have to take some type of cue from, independent music space like you build your fan base and you you know go about it that way or how to make that profitable i would say like some of that blueprint has to be somehow attributed to independent music space i've always said like this shit here for all the um topics that we cover like inspiration did come from like hip-hop and all that shit because yeah i mean art imitates life so that's what it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna take away from the shit that you actually see and experience and learn and understand. So, y'all niggas trying to take y'all opinions and experiences, make it melodic. I'm gonna just say mine. <laughs> yeah, skip all that fucking. Yeah, no. You ain't got to guess to make shit. I said it. You sat there and you wrote this song for twelve hours. Well, guess what? That's another thing. Oh, that's my ultimate super rant of all time. Like, it takes so long for these. Like, it's so much effort to make a song. Yeah, some, making. some, some. Okay, some, yeah, that's fair. That's some, point. some people like they could pump out a song pretty quick. Some people <laughs> The best worst thing Wayne and fucking uh 
Jay Z could have done is let you niggas know that they was in there, free like going off the top, as experienced fucking rappers that have been doing it. For it was the worst thing they could have said was that because now everybody was like, I can go in there, not you know you could have you could have wrote that again. Mm-hmm. Could have definitely wrote that again. I respect the artist that let you know like I'm not a freestyler. I'm a writer. All the great ones always like my pen. Mm-hmm. Like they, the, there's always some reference to the pen being. Mm-hmm. The weapon, y'all niggas being there. It's a one, two, and I, I, my shoes is blue. You, we true. Who, yeah, who is you? Like it just be like I swear it'd be like that. It just some people's written rhymes are like that. Yeah, goddamn Doctor Seuss ass niggas, man. Like it just. That shit I'm, I'm I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna transition into being. The old head complaining about new stuff. We're not going to do that today. We freestyle. We are freestyle kings. Mm-hmm. If anybody asks, fuck Lil Flip. No disrespect, but we the real freestyle kings. We don't <laughs> We don't write a motherfucking thing. <laughs> Everything you that you what? see in here is fresh off the presses. Damn, I mean, do I have to fucking apologize to them niggas already? Because I realize like we've done shows where it is very prepared. And it goes smooth as shit. Niggas just walk in here and choose. Just the fucking whatever it is, man. <laughs> they gonna get what the fuck ever. Whatever's on my mind, whatever we've been talking about, whatever is in that moment, that's what we given. Okay, cool. Not that I'm opposed to. I mean, we've had moments where we may have something structured to a degree. We may not have it planned, but we have somewhat of an idea of which direction we're going in. But nine times out of ten, strictly off the top for everything is freestyled even an introduction like this one here completely freestyle welcome to just dope ass podcast where you get hello a, something completely different every episode it's probably the same subject matter in some capacity because it's all mental healthy and pop culture and blackity black 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 and a little gendery here well <laughs> i was gonna say a little sexy but not that kind of sexy i mean sex as far as like i don't know what's sexy I mean, it could be a little sexy. Yeah, we, sexy. We funky, groovy, sexy, yeah. and for the born sex. I don't want to say gender because yeah, I think we sexy. Somebody on the other side of that think we sexy. Appreciate it's it. A, it's quite a few people. Yeah, appreciate it. Quite a few people have told us that we are decent looking human beings. Oh, you know, you pan to the hat. Somebody got blasted. What you oh talking? shit, that's true. <laughs> oh damn, they really shot dog. And it's like always those three people. Like, and hell is some creepy motherfucker with like a smile on his face, like shot a nigga in the, in the cheekbone. Damn, he got fifty cent. That's crazy. <laughs> Yo, fifty is fifty has been the hero we all needed. I don't really feel like we like it's still crazy out there. I mean, I don't feel like beating that topic in the head any more no. than everybody else has. But 50's, 50 shines 50's, because he tells the truth. Fifty has been the fucking hero Gotham always needed. Shit. What what character would Fifty be? Um, not necessarily just in in DC, but just in general. Like, what character would Fifty he be? might be the comedian? You just need an antihero, like somebody who the comedian was a little of a bit of a douche belt. Like the the comedian leaned a bit too hard to where he was damn near a flat out villain. But like somebody who's like, yo, this motherfucker is like not. You think he's not likable, but he's doing like the most justice. The Punisher doesn't have like it's not like cool. The Punisher's just like a fucking He's mad a motherfucker. Yeah. He just happens to be like, you know, you just gotta direct him in the right direction. Who 
It's got to be some anti-hero though. Like everybody could be Deadpoolish. You could be in there. I don't think he's as quirky, but like the way that he's presented, as far as like, you know, motherfuckers be like, this nigga's terrible, and he actually be like doing the right thing. And he's dangerous, low key. Like people kind of know that he's dangerous, but they don't realize how dangerous he actually is. He could be Batman ish because niggas don't like Batman in the universe. Like everybody out here just got this fucking fantasy of fucking Batman. He's already, but in the comics, he's a dickhead. Like nobody likes Bruce until he pull up and fucking fix everything because he knew it all along. And then he leaves. Yeah, you know he might be Batman ish because like everything, you know, in like I said, in the comics, Batman's a fucking asshat. Like nobody likes that nigga. So you know what you uh, he might he might he might be fucking saving Gotham. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Cause it's a lot of fucking never mind. Industry stuff. Ain't got nothing to do with us. And we're not gonna completely incriminate ourselves. We may have to be rubbing elbows with some of you niggas at some point. That's a lot. I'm I'm gonna wear a long sleeve shirt. It's just so much okay, I take that back. It's so much shit. Sometimes when you think about the industry shit, I'm trying to say this is like in a vague ish way. But, like, when you hear some of these stories, it's like, hey, man, like, I don't know. Because, like, it wasn't that big a secret. I just feel like it was. Like, I was talking to my sister about some of the. uh, Oh, fuck, man. I was talking to my sister about the Diddy nonsense. He got enough trouble. He ain't worried about me. Um, He's already paid his He he got a lot of shit going on. Um, But just that conversation that usually goes on about, like, when. You know, that usual thing of, like, you can't get to a billion dollars, like, you know, without having some moral compromise. Mm -hmm. But also just the idea that, like, of how far back and how long people have talked about this shit. But coming from an era where that, you know, it was kind of a conversation, like, maybe age kind of uh, betrayed him. Because you're from an era where, like, social media and all this internet shit didn't exist. So you could really do crazy shit and, like... Uh, I don't know A hundred people knew And like A hundred people In the scope of like Somebody who travels the world And does shit business like that Doesn't really fucking mean shit And nowadays like Shit nigga Ten people Now have access To the entire planet And now it's like Hey nigga like Some You was doing some It was some Dastardly fucking deeds And you know Just kind of all that thing Of like you know I know that whole uh, Debacle that came out uh, You know Shit was a week A couple weeks ago and it's like, you know, the conversation, like, hey, man, you know, one or two things is bad, but, like, you know, you get fucking slapped with 12 fucking things. It's like, I might not believe all 12, but, you know, if you slap with, like, one or two of these hoes, it's still fucking crazy. I think a little bit, not that I, not that it's a bad thing, but I feel like our shit comes out, but there's a lot of people on the other sides who are doing way more dastardly shit that we will never catch a whiff about. Other sides, is that a racially thing or a gender thing? Just so I can know how to respond to oh, that. Oh, this is a racial thing. Oh, right. Well, racially, I feel like that's a um like we we I think we we were privy to Epstein because somebody else had to be saved and sacrificed to a degree. Like, ah, we got to protect six different presidents from the nasty shit they was doing in office with tax money, taxpayer money. And let's give them Epstein. But that's what I'm, that's what I was, that's, that's where I'm headed. I think like those are examples of like motherfuckers who really hold a dangerous amount of sway and power. Cause like as much as, you know, we, you know, champion 
the Jay-Z's and it's fuck even the LeBron's like they are at the bottom of yeah, the pyramid they're, in the grand they're, scheme of things. They're like scraping this billionaire shit and the industries are, you know, it's popularity, it's music, it's entertainment, it's not power. Like the type of power other motherfuckers have that is really that scary shit that, you know, it's a con- like well, you got to throw it into the conspiracy bag. Like those motherfuckers have a, a, like a terrifying amount. Like, you know, that. Uh, I don't even know if he's technically a billionaire, but he's in the power realm where either his power is matched with billionaires is the Kissinger nigga just died. And now oh. all of a sudden it's just mad shit. Like motherfuckers didn't know this was one of the like most outrageous Motherfuckers on the planet Like it's just been responsible for Vietnam shit Shit when we be over there in Laos And like all these other just terrible <laughs> Fucking war crime ass Things America's done Like Kissinger was like involved in that heavily Or the way motherfuckers talk about You know like Dick Cheney or whatever Like those are motherfuckers that are like In power and like the motherfuckers they go meet with Are billionaires and like the nigga who owns You know you Shit all this fucking shit we got around here like People own those companies and own the companies that own those companies. Those niggas are doing crazy shit. And it's like, you know. It's well protected. Yeah. We might not find out about a lot of that stuff till 20, 30 years from now. Yeah, like, you know, like shit, they make the movie, the movie where the nigga uh, figured out that, like, they literally put crack in the community and they killed that nigga. Like, got rid of him. And we got movies about it that just show that he was uh, just offed because of. And then that's it. That's it. You just know it, and then what the it's, fuck y'all gonna do about it? Like, right. but we, like you said, we 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 get that information given to us generations later to a degree. 10, 20, 30 years later, we end up hearing about these stories, and like, yeah, it's not a secret. The government literally rubbed him out, and it just gets swept under the rug. Like, uh, no big deal. Yes, the government had their hand in this, and there's nothing we could do about it. It was so long ago, and the government, you know, now is not going to do the same thing, no? Wink, wink. <laughs> you them the same people? I think, I mean, shit, low-key, some of them is like the legitimate same people still in office and fucking, yeah, a lot of fucking people, fossils over there. In fucking Biden's been in politics for the last 30, 40 years. Like, he's been around since the 80s. So a lot of the stuff that was happening and going on, during that time that we may find out a long time afterwards that was going, they had something to do with it. They're just, they are the, the, the proverbial torch holders. Like it's the Olympics and they got the torch passed to them and they just keep that system going. The bullshit torch. You are being hired to keep this torch lit. You don't have to do nothing else, but just make sure that this shit runs. You see that fucking gear is squeaking put some oil in that bitch and you sit there and you continue to wait and let it do what it's already been doing for Lord knows how long. But I think that goes into like, you know, motherfuckers just don't know. I think there's a certain level of helplessness about what to do or how to even begin to approach something that huge. Mm. Cause you know, even I I would even parallel that to the conversation of a, I don't know, like I saw like a, I saw the Joe Budden pod that they were still like making comments about the D one nigga and, you know, niggas calling him Clout Chasey, which I, I disagree with that point about him being Clout Chasey for how he name dropped. Um, I can come back around to that. But the the way that the most recent talk in that space is Dr. Umar coming to hip hop, basically kind of agreeing with the D1 premise. And it was uh, Fat Joe coming around saying that, like, you know, we do our part in a way like we give, you know, we give turkeys, and we, you know, give a... Uh, 
you know, you might, I don't know, fucking give motherfuckers clothes or whatever the fuck it is. And I kind of was back and forth about that because to a certain level, I agree with Fat Joe that the niggas do what they can do mm-hmm. in ways that they know how to do it. But also, I feel like there is another side to that to at least be explored or looked at is like niggas do what's safe. It's not really rocking the industry or rocking the fucking fabric of what's going on to give niggas turkeys because you're going back to the hood giving niggas turkeys to take back to their hood environment but you're not doing anything to really reshape that environment you didn't go in there and you know help to improve the school system even just giving funding or money or whatever you didn't go back and like you know you're not I don't know politically involved like there's things that can be done in greater ways especially when you have like influence and I could see that being a rebuttal to that even in the conversation of the music that's made you know after a certain time like niggas is like you know niggas saying shit like i'm an entertainer this is entertainment and while yes i don't take away that i think that that is a responsibility ultimately on the parents for what to do with their motherfucking kids you are making shit that's like you know i don't know if you're an artist nigga like you could make different art like all y'all niggas not killing and fucking selling drugs anymore. You get, I think that's, I think it's obviously fine to tell your story when you get started. But even if you did it, like even a lot of them are telling stories that you saw. You ain't really live that story, and I think that that kind of plays a role into the like the turkeys, backpacks, and bikes situation. Because that's what you saw the dope boys do. That's what you saw the drug dealers do. That's what you heard drug dealers was doing Some of y'all in the watched, 80s and 90s. Some of y'all watched New Jack City like the rest of us. Right. And you you saw that stuff happen. And you may see, kind of like not to say Duval sell drugs, but you see Duval got Duval Day. Mm-hmm. He going to have his big party in his community. And everybody's going to come together. And we giving out free crab. And we doing crab boils. And everybody get to eat free. And this, that, and the other. Blah, blah, blah. Like... I get to do this because I'm in a certain position. So you seen certain people in the hood doing the same thing. Maybe the big drug dealer at the time, he throwing this party once a year or whatever the case is. And you're like, oh, well, that's how I'm supposed to do it when I get some money and I want to be like him. And then you grow up and get access to that money through rap. And you're like, well, I'm going to do the same thing that I saw these hood legends doing. I'm not thinking of doing something that's actually going to create change. It's like fucking pledging to a degree. I'm just going to do the shit that everybody before me did because that's what I think I'm supposed to do as opposed to thinking outside the box. That makes sense. So it's like you you keeping the cycle going because you just refuse to figure out a different kind of way. If you can give all them turkeys and all that stuff during Thanksgiving, not to say that that's a bad thing because there's people in your community that may actually be, you know, struggling to get some food on their plate. But I can also take that money and donate it to the community center. Like communities are losing community centers and resources for kids to do stuff after school or resources to help them progress to the next level or whatever the case is. It's it's some of these dudes, communities who like, they can't even afford to have Pop Warner sports anymore. Yeah, I think that's the thing about some of the, like if I'm using Duval Day, right? Like not to say that like, you know, because niggas are, Islands in and of themselves Like you know You have a A good amount of millions For you and your family Mm -hmm. So it is unreasonable To think that you can just Pay to uplift a community But I feel like those are Situations where Said celebrity Can be used to shit Even if this was um, God this is not the God man that was such a good event This nigga fucked it up But like you know When Diddy did the fucking Revolt Summit Like doing something (laughs) Like like that Like a Duval day Could easily become Somewhere where, like, you know, part of this, like, if you made it, I don't know, like a two-day event, or even in this, even in the day, as the party is going, 
this is a moment where niggas can shake hands. Ideas can fucking be, you know, fucking exchanged. Like, all these motherfucking, uh, shit. Okay, let's, uh, as, a, as a fucking mental health motherfucker, it's a bunch of fucking, like, there's the, uh, um, American Counseling Association and any, all these other fucking associations, you go there and y'all niggas start exchanging ideas and it's four, five motherfuckers in the same realm that are helping put together whatever the fuck thing for whatever the fuck organization they can do. Like y'all could eat, like niggas could do that. Like, you know, motherfuckers started out, you know, on the barter system. Like it could be something that simple that though that's where ideas are shifted and expanded. As opposed to like everybody got a rap. Oh, you niggas don't got a rap. But I think I don't know Duval's a little better than that because Duval literally be posting on his page like you know some of you niggas could like you know do something else. Like you could do anything else. Like this is such a small group that we that we look at as like our only fucking lens or expression. Like I'm not saying nobody. If you are feeling creative and you want to get your shit off, cool. But it is literally nothing wrong with being a fucking contractor it's nothing wrong with it. it's nothing wrong with fucking hell say california go work it in and out i know it may be nuts to say working at mcdonald's or a fast food place but nah go to in and out in and out is they they pay you can I have a never career see us in in and out god damn i didn't even think about that in and out it's is it pays way better than all the fast food places they're gonna help you with so much more you can literally have a career working for them and get advancement you can do the same thing at mcdonald's too i don't know what it takes but mcdonald's is also supposed to be good at helping people do that but yes i'm i'm on fries now and then five years later you got a degree and you you know was a manager for a certain time and you didn't build your resume up and went on to do something bigger like it can be a stepping stone to other things but we tell ourselves we're beneath that but i'm not beneath selling drugs or telling my community that i sold drugs or peddling that image Especially when, and this was another aspect that I was thinking of from what Fat Joe was saying, we end up finding out that a lot of y'all really ain't got it like you say you got it. So you was probably giving out turkeys and whatnot because you ain't have enough money to do nothing else. (laughs) But you telling everybody else that you got it like that. Or if your spending habits was better, maybe you could do more in your community. Like Spending habits of the image is is fucking crazy. It's bananas. Like if you ain't got it for real, Say, like, not to say that he ain't got it, because clearly he does. We talked about Slim Thug before. It was like, Slim literally got it. Independent, I was a millionaire before I came into this game. But he buys property and sells it. At, at, I'm helping rebuild my community. I'm helping build my block and my neighborhood. I'm doing events over here. I'm doing this stuff over there. I'm investing back into my community. I'm helping other people, my peers, learn how to invest and turn up the community. And, yes, I buy a lot of cars and shit like that, but you don't see Slim Thug walking around with 50 million thousand expensive chains and all that. No, I got my cars in my house, and I just show up doing whatever I feel like it because I'm the boss that I am. Like, I don't have to use material to show you what I got. You can see based on what I do in the community that I am who I am. Motherfucking Kang in Houston. But I think I think that might be a thing. Even if I'm just keeping, you know, let's, let's, I'll, I'll be reasonable. Not taking a motherfucker too far outside of what it is they do. Y'all are entertainers. Y'all provide images. You're people, actors. Yeah, people follow your blueprint or image or whatever. The f- cool. I say even in that realm, you could still do what a thug does, like what a slim thug might do. It's like, as opposed to just, I got a bunch of shit and I just blew the bag 50 billion times. It would be so much easier to go, hey, I just bought uh, 
two new cars. I refurbished these hoes. But also this money came from the fact that I just, you know, six months ago, I invested in this, this, that, and the third. And that's now turned a profit. And that profit has now allowed me, like, tell the motherfuckers what you're doing. Niggas are sincerely out here. And that's the only thing where I don't, where I, I, I still... I'm not taking the pressure off of parents, but mm -hmm. that conversation that like kids, I work with kids. These motherfuckers listen to this shit, watch the shit on TV and believe this nigga flipped a brick, took that, ran to the studio and then just became a millionaire overnight as opposed to went to this many shows, took this money and went and put that in on studio time. Then I took that and even I bought I bought my first house. And then I've invested in this and this, and that's really where my money is coming from. This assists, like, say that shit. So niggas go, oh, that makes a lot more sense. Like, you niggas are just keeping the sauce for fucking who? So I think in that regard, you don't even have to give no fucking money for that. You no. niggas could just literally say, like, oh, yeah, like, I'm, I'm an artist, but I've also done this, this, and this. And you don't got to, obviously, niggas don't have to give the sauce about every fucking business they got, but they legitimately, don't. like, I did this. This is really, like, a big part of my income as opposed to... But a lot of the best, I won't say a lot of the best, but there's a lot of rappers and other people that have made money off, like, say, Nipsey. Nipsey made more money off of telling, I'm telling you what my blueprint is and how I'm trying to rebuild the Crenshaw area. I'm telling you that we buying businesses and we flipping and doing this. I'm telling you we investing back. I'm telling you that I got plans to do this. And I'm going to show you at the same time. And that brought him more money. Why couldn't you do the same thing? If you're going to follow a blueprint, why do you have to follow an outdated blueprint that doesn't bear any fruit? Hell, a lot of you niggas are no different than fucking your John Cena. You're just with less effort, to be honest. Y'all motherfuckers are wrestling <laughs> characters keeping kayfabe 24-7. and not John Cena. But John Cena, John Cena, how did John Cena come into the game? He's supposed to be the white white dude that can rap and freestyle that's supposed to just fucking word life thugonomics and all that other shit. And what is he doing outside of that? Fucking the most Make-A-Wish Foundation shit granted out of any wrestler in history. It's crazy to see them go back into the persona after seeing them be like human beings on the outside. I mean, some of them kind of are good enough to blend the two together, mm -hmm. but it's not a secret anymore that they're playing characters. I think like in the 80s for sure and in the 90s, you thought that this person was the character they portrayed. I know that probably sucked. Like when you were outside, like bro. Oh, for sure. Like now, yeah, I guess there is like a very a, a decent amount of... Nobody runs up to The Rock and doesn't think he's Dwayne Johnson. You no. think he's a nice, giant It's It's person. so fucked up today. People get the script of the show before it even it's aired. Before it's even oh, recorded, yeah. they know who's going to win and who's going to show up. So it's like, it's like getting the script of a movie or of a TV show before you get to watch it. So it's the 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 veil has been removed so much that people it's know it's still, a production. And it still does well. And people play their characters well and this, that, and the other. But my point is... You're the same as them. You're playing a character, except you're trying to act like your character is who you really are. When there's other industries where people make it known, they're like, no, this is this is a character, and I do pretty well at playing this character. And it makes them more money, because you get to see I'm a character here, but I'm also this version of myself over here. Same thing, say, we, we talked about 50 before. 50 did the same thing, like, yeah, I'm not doing this shit no more this is who i am as far as 50 cent the drug dealer the young kid this that and the other blah 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 but i'm also this person over here and this is what 
is making me more money and this is what I'm trying to pay into. Like you can talk to 50 in an interview and he's not an idiot. Like he's super smart and will tell you, this is what I'm doing. This is what I try to teach other people, but they want to stay on the street shit. I think that speaks to a conversation more about like, you know, that gets into secure security in oneself and being authentic, you know, cause like the people that we name, if you're going like just nip and fifth, like, Obviously, two individuals, not to say anything and everything they did was correct, but it's like, I'm very secure in myself. Yeah. Um, I did this wrong. I took this L publicly. It's cool. I don't find my, I don't feel bad or dumb about it. I'm going to learn and I'm going to do this and that. Like, I'm not putting on a persona. I am this version of me right now. Like, if you're going, shit, both of them, if you're going, like, you know, niggas know the, uh, the initial early mixtape, like, Boo Boo was out there fucking knocking niggas the fuck, like, out like just a fucking New York menace. Nip, obviously, sixties and sixties, and you know that is what it is. But you watch these motherfuckers go from even in their rhetoric, in their conversations, in their music. Like, oh, I'm doing this right now. You can almost, if you're paying attention, you can damn near put a timeline on. Oh, that was probably that day that nigga went and like sat and had a one of those lauded conversations with Jay Z. And now we're having like business conversation. Like these lyrics is different. Oh, this nigga's moving different. Oh, we're Somehow, motherfuckers out here paying $100 for an album and 50 is linked up with vitamin water. Like, it's easy. You can just, like, you get damned. Like, them niggas, you damn, they don't even have to. Oh, we're just going to watch. This is a blueprint to watch. Jay-Z don't say a lot of shit to niggas. Niggas just watch this nigga was popping up and owned a color blue for a couple years. <laughs> like, just let just was outside. Like, oh, by the way, Jay-Z blue just dropped. What? Yeah, um, that's it. On his own festivals and record, like, like him being honest though because even before jay was able to do that jay would tell you like yeah i'm rapping about the life that i used to live i'm a businessman now if you think about it most of the greats that we grew up with they they're the same way 40s the same way yeah i rap about what i used to do i'm a businessman i went to college i did this i did that and this is a snapshot of what you're going to get, but there's also this version of me. Trail that burgers is also out of control. Trail burger, <laughs> fucking, even for locals, like I was thinking the fucking problem. Problem, he may be more of a, a, a California cat, but he's you see his music has transitioned. <laughs> Snoop just sold us a fucking grill. Niggas thought he wasn't smoking. People he gave thought us he was done with smoke. And a he smokeless gave, grill. I don't even think it was a grill. I think it was just a fucking. A, a fire thing? A smokeless some shit fucking bro i don't know but he marketing on point because he got everybody but like all the greats will tell you like yeah this is the version of me this is the the version of me that y'all probably won't see because this is the version of me y'all get in my real life this is the business version of me this is the character or persona that i've played like they've been honest about their shit and they have multiple facets to themselves and that made them more money why are you not able to do the same thing? Even say with somebody like young, a younger rapper like La Russell or a Corday or somebody, they'll tell you the truth and it's made them more money. But you have people that I want to keep this image up for the sake of lies or Damn. artistry or street cred or whatever the fuck. But you know, now that I think about that, it kind of does go back to giving back because all those people you named, like Trill Burgers, obviously employs people. I don't know the fuck. I'm not saying you're going to fucking change your entire existence but show burgers provides a service provides jobs to people who probably wouldn't have it if he hadn't created that business every like a, a bunch of shit on nips uh, in nips platform is about giving back to the computer get back to the community shit back to 90 all of them all of them that own businesses 
shit, um, 50, this is 50, all that other shit. Like, those are things that employ people. They obviously give them big money, but they, <laughs> those are valid businesses that fucking help people. Slim thugs building fucking home. You know what? Maybe, yeah, no, you niggas got to kind of give back. Fuck. I was trying to give everybody, no, like, but there's a part of it that you do. Snoop has put, by his numbers and shit, Snoop put a nigga into college every fucking year. Snoop has put more athletes in the NFL than Bars. anybody. Just from the Snoop League. And a lot of that is just, I love football. And I think sports are important for kids to keep them out of trouble so they can come play in my league. Damn. And a lot of them, I'm not even charging. Like, some people can, you know, you got to pay. But for some kids, if I understand your family is struggling or whatever the case is, I'll foot the bill for you and I'll buy you some cleats because I want you to be able to play football. And I want you to keep yourself out of Turkeys trouble. And then bullshit. 10 years later, they're playing in the fucking Super Bowl. And he gets to Snoop can tell you like, oh, yeah, we have a Snoop League alumni of NFL players. This player came from here. This player came from here. This player came from here. And they were struggling Damn, and family went through this. And I just let them play in the league. And I made sure I took my arms around them and kept, sure, kept them safe, kept them focused, this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. And now they are in the NFL. Yeah, that's wild, nigga. That's that's fucked up. Um, I take. I, I mean, I don't know that I take it back, but I feel like definitely finding. Like, I even I even lean on that. Snoop likes football, so he found like the same conversations everybody has about music or art. I'm passionate about this thing, so I'm just gonna use my resources to push this thing. You know? Yeah. Fuck that. It's, I take it's that not back. difficult. It's it's very mm. easy to fucking do. They just. Either they don't have it or they're trying, like I said, you fucking wrestlers keeping kayfabe. You're trying to stay in character too long to where you are not paying attention to how to do better. Like, it's okay. Not to say that you have to do good things to share it with other people, but you're trying to keep it so much of a secret for whatever reason. And like, no, nah, people need to see that that's what you do. Same thing with, say, Fat Joe. I agree with his point of like, we come into this game with the mindset of it's very much survival of the fittest. It's an individuality type thing. We just using music as a way to get out of our circumstances. So we're not thinking about the community aspect until later on. And then we just think about helping our families first and then our neighborhood. And then depending on how much money we get in time, we may do some shit outside of that. Cool. I understand that to a degree, but you should still be doing more than that, especially if you know that your community Needs more than that. But him I'm doing shit for fucking Puerto Rico. Great. You did stuff for Puerto Rico on a regular basis because them your people and that's your culture. Isn't that contradictory, though? For, for me, I wouldn't say it's contradictory, but you're doing stuff for your culture. You're going to go back to your homeland and do stuff there, but you won't do stuff here for the people that probably support you just as much if not more that may be a little bit more upsetting to me but it's culture based so but if i get off, i get it i'll get off joe because i'm like okay even if you you know you could you could take it back to puerto rico even though you know hip-hop is the support whatever fuck it like you, i'll just i'll leave that alone because <laughs> fuck it but that in and of itself is an example of Using what you can to go support said people. Mm -hmm. You can take Puerto Rico. This nigga Cam, Cam and them should take Harlem. This nigga over here should take the Bronx. Them nigga like that. Like that is an example of as a unit. All that man, you know, every man for himself. Shit. I don't know. I mean, I, I know that that's a part of it. That's become a part of it. But the 
institution of hip hop, if everybody's an old guard and like knows, you know, the history of it, especially fucking if I'm thinking about Fat Joe, that's somebody who has positioned themselves as, you know, uh, now an elder in hip hop, been around, was around like back one through some of the one of the greater eras of hip hop. Niggas was linked up with niggas. Y'all niggas got crews. That's not every man for his fucking self. No. The whole point of you doing a lot. I mean, the whole point of like street Terror coding, Squad was a fucking squad. Right. <laughs> street culture in general is never you 100% by yourself. All of you are getting to a certain point and bringing those close to you with you or bringing some of the cats that you came up with or went through some struggles with with you. You're not doing 100% by yourself. So why is it not okay for you to do more with the people that you are around? Not just your immediate people that you could touch, but you if you are making money off of telling the stories you saw in said community based on the shit you did in said community, at least think about making it right and do twice as much as you did to fuck it up. If I'm saying that I'm selling all of this in this community, I'm shooting up this in this community, well, cool. If I was shooting up this and... Doing that in the third, let me, I shot up a house, somebody's house to get here. Let me buy two houses and not give them away, but like, let me create low income housing for some people. Just like take the shit that you say that you've done and give back in that exact same area. Even if you did that, it'd be cool. I respect somebody to a degree like fucking six, nine, six, nine. I go back to his home country, passing out stacks of money to people that need it just because. I got my money. I'm gonna do what I do in my in my country, but I'm gonna come back here and I'm gonna give to these people. I'm gonna give to my family. I see these people living in a certain way here. Take this back to your mom, like you know. It's crazy to have to let fucking six nine surpass you in anything that has to do with some honorable shit. That's I see six nine giving away. Now, granted, whether he's doing yeah. it for views or not, I don't really pay attention to his platform like that. But it's been a few times I just randomly come across his shit, and he's in another country or his home country, just giving away stacks of money, purchasing this or taking people to buy that, just because. And this is post trial, post house arrest, and all that other stuff. I don't see none of y'all cats doing that. I might have to roll a lot of that back because now I think about it, man. Like shit, Styles P got a pharmacy. A fucking couple juice of bar. juice bars. Goddamn uh, Jadakiss giving out coffee. These are things that are actually fucking really healthy help in a variety. You know, I don't, uh, yeah, yo, y'all, y'all just do, y'all right. can do, this is. Y'all can do more. I think my issue is, though, you shouldn't start doing that when you're in your 40s. I think that would be my main gripe with it is like. Cats did a lot of good or are doing a lot of good after their career has already kind of took a dive and you've turned, you've had to pivot into being the businessman. When you're the artist, you're doing the simple, silly, minuscule stuff. Like not to say it ain't important, but in the grand scheme of thing, backpacks, turkeys and bikes, like the police officers do that. So if I'm going to shoot them any type of bail, I would shoot that. The Styles P's and the fucking, like, that era is the first era to, like, really be able to win good off of hip-hop. Like, they're the first ones to come into old age and be like, oh, shit, pivot. Now, I would say, which seems to be a very big conversation in hip-hop, that, like, there's a big disconnect in generations. So it's, I don't know if it's that just the old heads don't say anything or that the younger generations don't listen or take the advice, but I'm like, shit, I feel like now that's where... I feel like there should be younger ages being able to pull that off within reason of your maturity and 
you know, guidance, whatever. If it took them to be 40 and 50 to figure it out, like the ones that are popping now, y'all in your 30s. The 30-year-olds should be able to kind of figure something out and make it more of a continuous thing in this in the culture that, oh, yeah, we can do both. Like, nigga, I don't care if you came in here saying, you know, I blew up, you know, all the ops and I was snorting coke off for titties. As you transition, my nigga, like, you should be able to kind of, you know, because y'all just be saying growth and, and, and fucking evolution. What the fuck are y'all talking about? Say buzzwords. Because y'all be the same motherfuckers. So I'm down. Everybody got to evolve. I'm not for the, you know, you could, let's just, I'm going to sit, I'm going to really be nice and sit in everybody's semantics. We don't, you know, change is inevitable, but you don't want to change as a person, whatever the fuck that means. So let's use evolve. Bitch, get to it. Second week we talk about evolution, even though you know, take the leg, <laughs> you know, like fucking. This is this is your opportunity, motherfucker. Now it's time to you Pikachu too long. That shit, fuck that. That's the only character that can stay the same forever. The rest of you motherfuckers, I want to see some fucking Charmanders and some Charizards, bitch. I want it get to Blastoise. Get get to it. Fuck fuck all that bullshit. Uh, I want punk ass Eevees. <laughs> Pick, figure it out. Pick one, motherfucker. <laughs> got so many options. Evie got the. Don't even make no fucking sense what they was doing with that shit. But they did it. I, I I can agree that the rappers that we grew up with were the first generation to kind of start seeing some real money. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, they all didn't see money. When they were rappers, they saw money afterwards and they learned how to flip it because they got older and learned business practices and all of that. Cool. Learned that fucking deal. Well, yeah, you learned that that deal was was shit and you had to figure out how to pivot because you had to get that money back or you had to survive because you was living a certain way for a couple years and realized that shit wasn't the way it was supposed to be. So they were kind of forced into learning to a degree. But I also say some of that is because they weren't listening either. Because we had our public enemies and our KRS-1s that was telling people the truth about shit. That's true. We had artists that were telling people the absolute truth. Even for somebody like, say, LL. LL may have been the the one of the first to like really blow up music-wise and be able to make as much money off of it as he did. Uh, but even he was still kind of like letting people know certain shit here and there. Do you think that that... Like, when I think about that, like, the way that I think the curve that starts to flirt with some of the old generation issues, like, what part of that is imposing on someone's, you know, artistic freedom and them being themselves and them kind of going, you're making bullshit, and now is your now is the time for you to kind of turn the corner. Because, you know, you'll hear that with, like, music. You know, I've heard a conversation about, like, say, like, everybody's favorite public enemy number one right now is, like, Sexy Red. But it's like she's hot, her music popping. But it'd be like, you know, how much of this type of content? Um, I can't think of fucking another bullshit uh, dude artist. Cause I'm trying not to pick on her. I won't say bullshit. For some reason right now, what's coming to mind is Hammer. People didn't necessarily like Hammer's music. Because they thought his music was too poppy and too this and too that. And they thought he was making bullshit. But, see, but I- Hammer was a megastar all across the world making dumb money and taking that and providing jobs for all these other people in Oakland. He went broke creating opportunities for other people. I guess, I guess, I guess my parallel with that, cause his is still like a business thing, but like 
at what point, cause I think that sometimes stunts artists is like, you know, you get stuck in whatever the fuck thing and nobody lets you grow or and blah, blah, oh, blah, blah. You blah, mean blah. as far as like an artist staying with the same type of artistry and people are telling them that they're making bullshit and they just aren't evolving well, or something? Or what, what do you mean? Well, yeah, because like, okay, when I, when I think about that in far as like using a sexy red example, somebody saying like, this is popping, this is the music she making, but staying in those kind of head spaces prevents you from like making the money. I think also, I mean, and and make and turning the corner and making the better the best business moves when you're hot, because you know if you just got to stay fucking around and doing the bullshit, you're not allowing yourself to go. But everybody's always like, I'm in. The, you got to be in these rooms doing this shit. Well, what the fuck y'all learning? Because y'all be staying in these motherfucking rooms and come out and shit be the exact fucking same. Yeah, I don't know. I was thinking for a second. I was thinking about Soldier Boy. Did this but, nigga pour soy sauce on this nigga's wounds? Holy shit. Like Salt, baby. There's been so much outrageous violence in whatever the fuck this is we watching. My bad for the fucking uh, hella fucking turn, y'all. Dead Mount Death Play. God damn. This shit nuts. Okay, continue. Um, Soldier Boy made good business moves on the low. Yeah. He was smart with a lot of the shit that he was doing from start to finish. He digging in that shit. What a scroll. What a scroll. (laughs) Yo. Stabbed you, then put Damn. soy sauce in it to keep the wound open because it's salt, and then stab you and dig in it with a screwdriver. I don't know what the fuck they want from dog, but shit. God damn. And just smiling happily, like, uh. and they, they finna shoot this nigga leg again. Yo. Bananas. Yeah, it's nuts. Bananas. But yeah, Soldier, Soldier stayed in the same parking pocket artistry wise he didn't evolve his music at all (laughs) he stayed the same persona the same image the same character the same mindset the same everything but on the low he made a lot of business moves which helped him continue to bring money in so so like morally and as a person stunted stayed in the Uh. same direction but business wise he evolved to a degree and put he took risks and they worked out because he was willing to try to be the first to do this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. Hmm. Dre. Mean, yeah. Remade himself with that moment, too. I be thinking he fucking with us sometimes. Like, Soldier Boy's not dumb. Yeah, I be thinking that, that. He ain't no dummy. Clearly, from the business moves that he's made over his entire career, he's not dumb. But he's, like I said, he's keeping kayfabe. He's staying in character 24-7 to the point to where your character became your personality. Because that ain't who you are. That's a character you've played for so long that you don't realize who the real person is anymore. It sounds like miserable. <laughs> Terrible. But I can see, I don't know. I'll, I'll see what happens with the baby. The baby seems like he's kind of, uh, with all the controversy he went through, that he's transitioning to be a slightly different person. I wonder about that. I wonder about that if that turns, because he wasn't like, you know, not given like in that first like one or two projects, like he wasn't not being like open about stuff and rapping his ass off. I wonder if this particular situation makes somebody like, you know, be smarter with, with their maneuvers or if he kind of like, you know, buckles under the, you know, capitulating type of thing. Like not to say like, not to condone what he said on stage, but like, you know, sometimes that shit turns into, I ain't even going to try to like fucking say nothing that'll, I mean, he kind of, I feel like he kind of said that a little bit on Shannon Sharp's show. He's like, yeah, no, nah, I, 
I ain't saying no more shit like that. I need to be more mindful of the venues that I'm at. If I can go back in time, I tell myself not to even go to the show. Don't go to the show. Don't perform no nothing. Just give the money back and just don't even put yourself in that position because it's not going to work out the way that you would like it to. So, yeah, I think part of him may have been to a degree beaten into submission of like, no, nah, I'm just not going to say certain shit. I may say some shit on a record to a degree, but I ain't going to say some shit in person. I'm just going to make my money and keep keep my head low. Yeah, I don't know. I know that I know this is obviously always spoken from the realm of somebody who like is not I don't have that type of opportunity in my face just yet. Um but like I know like and I'm this might be romanticizing what that looks like, but always like the independent people or like, you know, somebody like a, I even think of conversations like when you think about like the people to have discussions with like touring or club comedians where it's just like you take the you take the brunt of not being the household name, but have full complete control over your audience and your content, and you still have a very good life. Like none of these people ever like when you see the ones who made it, but I understand that that's the more difficult approach, or at least it seems that way. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Like I, you know, motherfuckers like you know you want to be like a a gajillionaire. But it's like, you know, like a million dollars is cool. And also looking at niggas like, did this billion this billionaire shit seem very seem like it's y'all niggas not making it look fun. Like, it's a target on your back. But to a degree, I say because of the culture, it's a target on your back. Because there's plenty of other billionaires that we don't even know what they look like. And they doing heinous shit. Absolutely. Fucking I mean They were funding Epstein. Yeah, I just, yeah, I just, when I think about that, like, I'm not, not, this is not taken away from, like, Diddy, but I just always think of the people we don't know and never hear of as, like, way worse. As, like, the shit that you think is cartoonish or fucking TV-level villainy. you fucking human beings. I don't care how much money you got. You like some deviant shit. Everybody has some aspect of themselves that likes something that is outside of the norm. And the more money you have and the more access you have to those things and the more you've experienced them at different levels, the more that you're going to like lean into that deviancy a little bit more. You just might have more money to keep your shit a secret in comparison to other people. Yeah, If that's how it works, I think, yeah, you kept me at a good just whatever me and my family is comfortable on. And, you know, enough for me and, and said lady to just, you know, be naked when we want to. On a on a nice in a nice house with a good a bit of land. Like all that extra shit. Like niggas be like, you know. But even that's different. If you got a if you are a billionaire. I don't need I don't think I need a bill. I don't need that. No, I'm just saying, if you are a well, let's say say you are billion just seems whatever. I'm, uh, I'm crazy. I'm fifty million. Okay. I'm Jada. <laughs> Stupid. Fifty million. But you are you, you got fifty million and you just I just want to be able to be naked with whoever I'm chilling with at mm-hmm. my house. Like, is that really gonna go the same? No, because you got more times than not, you got housekeepers and you got this person and that oh, person. Yeah. Like it's still people around in your space. So if me and my lady are walking around naked and I got two housekeepers here, I got a chef here, and I got a whatever, a tutor for my kids, that's a case. And see, that's where I, this is where I judge you. And y'all, and motherfuckers, I be having these conversations. Niggas think I'm really fucking lying. Why the fuck? Okay. I, I like when I, I like, I like looking at these fucking like, uh, um, architecture pages and house pages and mm-hmm. they got the fucking James Bond home. 
But when I think about that shit for real, for real, I can't think about that shit by myself or even with like, I, that would be one of those things where I need to have like, like my, um, my aunt, my great aunt, you know, rest peace. She used to have this, like at the idea of the compound. We joke and have a conversation about like the compound. Like you just get this big fucking stupid thing and like 50 fucking people are there. Like, you know, it's just the whole family complex and everybody can live and that's big community. So in that regard, no, I'm going to be naked in our living quarters because I'm, that's a, that's a, Worthy sacrifice to have this big communal. That shit sounds beautiful in my brain. I'm never gonna let that shit go. Um, but if I'm a millionaire, I'm 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 I don't I don't. If it's just me and my family, like I don't think it's fucking necessary. I think that would that to me would be the biggest waste of money to have this compound where I feel like I need two housekeepers. I can wash my fucking drawers. Like you know, like I want to be comfortable. I want to have a good space. But fuck no, that's crazy as fuck. To me. I mean, I can understand that because I don't, having a house like the 150 bought that he ended up selling or what Rick Ross has. I ain't all them niggas get that shit away. At some point. I could, some of them I can get it. Like 50, I can understand him giving it away and selling it because it's like, it's just me. Like the G-Unit niggas don't really live with me. It's really just me. Mm-hmm. It's unnecessary. For somebody like, say, cash money in the 2000s, they was all living together. So, okay, I get having this big-ass estate because it's me, Wayne, and a couple of the other rappers. We all stay in this house or whatever the case is. I'm not not mad at that. So it kind of depends on how you're doing it. But, yes, if I'm going to have this big-ass estate or this compound, I don't need housekeepers and all types of other shit. If I have family and friends staying here in the same y'all, we all... I know. Can contribute to something. Hey, auntie, whoever, you're really good at cooking. You're the chef for everybody because you get to stay here. So your job is just cooking. You fucking cousins over here with a degree and this, that, and the other, fine. You may do this during the day, but you handle the kids' education and you teach the kids that are on the compound. Like everybody can do something to contribute here instead of me paying for somebody else to do it and nobody's using their talents. Say what y'all want about, bro. Boosie got it made in that regard. I got all this land. I have baby mamas and kids living with me. Okay, I got this big ass compound, this big ass house, just, you know, me and the kids. I'm building another house from what he said on these interviews in the back because I fucking can. And that just sounds like some fun shit. It sounds like some Batman shit. Cool. I could do that. And I got these apartments where I could, and I low key, I like the idea that like I can rent this, these out to my kids and even kind of teach them some responsibility. Sure. You could be sure you could grow up and want to take your ass on or whatever. And you should, but maybe now I can kind of teach you how to pay some rent. Cause I'm going to charge you a little bit so we can just learn how to fuck this works. That shit is smart as fuck. Like, yeah, I'm not, yeah, if I'm if I'm not doing something like that, then no, like, oh, yeah, I would have me a nice house. Y'all mind y'all business over there. And you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to just be like ass naked cartwheeling every day in my backyard, but like. I want the ability to do so without yeah, I got problem. This, I got this, I got this space for, for, um, for me, and I can't wait to, like, I'm already preparing the emptiness. I ain't even got none here. My empty, my, my fucking empty nest years are gonna go fucking crazy. Yeah. I, I mean, that's know. that's the plan. But it, I mentioned Slim earlier. <laughs> fucking Slim, Slim's house looks normal. Yeah, he got uh, obviously got a bunch of land because he got all them cars in the front. But his house looks like 
a regular Houston suburban house. Mm-hmm. I don't need all that shit in here. Chefs and all of that, I get some of them dudes do whatever because they don't fucking cook. And I think niggas gotta <laughs> gotta express explain the fucking chefs too. Like some motherfucker might come up here and blast for a day so I could eat for like. I'm fucking not coming in here. Whatever, whatever. I'm not paying for somebody. I like to cook, so I refuse to pay for somebody to come in my house and cook every day for one. You would have to be like, say if my homie is a chef and, yeah, you come be my chef for a year or two and I'll pay for your your storefront. I would do something That's my investment in you. I'm investing in you. I'm going to buy you this this building and this could be your restaurant and you manage it, but I need you to be my personal chef as well as payment. Yeah, I don't know. I just the the, the way these niggas be talking. I just I, it's it gets it's wasteful. Like I'm 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 for because I think that's another bad. Like niggas be talking to me like I just don't like I like shit, but y'all niggas is not finna trick me into fucking saying that shit. Not wasteful and dumb. Shit is waste. I I'll say it's another aspect of it being wasteful. I'm gonna pay for a chef as opposed to picking a partner that cooks. I'm going to pick a partner that's going to be equally as useless in certain areas as me. I mean, let's, do, let's, let's, let's be reasonable about this shit because I can already hear you motherfuckers right now with the fuck it. I cook. Go to work. Okay, <laughs> fuck all. Let's get, let's, get, let's get to the fucking end. Everybody go to work. No, I don't. I, I mean, you can cook. I mean, you actually, if you can literally cook, like I, I cook. Am I a chef? No, but I cook and I cook relatively well and I'm creative with my shit. That's something I can contribute to the household. I would like you to do the same or be a little bit better or whatever the case is. But that's different than like, no, I literally can cook. Let me see something. If I don't have to go to work, sure, I'll make us dinner and you Alfredo and me to death. So here we go. I can even see that. I, I can read. I can read everything on that screen right there. Glasses, no glasses. That's connected to the internet. That's connected to the internet. This here, I'm gonna go to these fucking pages. All the it's fifty thousand. This I've counted them. They're all in my little. I got a file in my phone on Instagram for food, niggas. Every time recipe in bio. All right, like a blue cookbook in bio. You can buy my yeah, new cookbook nigga, blue, if you. All of us can go and get some blue magic and fry like a motherfucker. My nigga, enjoy. You're not gonna fucking sell me on this. Co- fuck you, y'all. Fuck y'all in this. If I'm a millionaire, for me, I can't speak on enough people because I get everybody's a little bit different. For me, if I'm a millionaire, do you understand the layout of the kitchen I'm going to have and the quality pots and pans that I'm going to have and the access to quality groceries that I'm going to have. I'm in, I'm in here cooking my ass off. Cause I, me cooking this shit is a flex. I made ribs as a snack. Why? Cause I have enough money to do so. And I have this expensive ass smoker outside. I like grilling. I, I, I'm saying I like, I will do this shit just because I thoroughly enjoy it. And I have the access and means to, Oh yeah, I'm out here kicking it. I'm chilling. I can see. Yep, I saw this this recipe somebody did on Instagram. I'm gonna do that today for lunch just because I'm bored. Every version of that conversation is stupid. Every time we talk about it, I'm gonna let y'all know it's always stupid and it'll always be stupid. In the conversation of a millionaire, right? I'm not a millionaire now. And I don't even. I don't want that shit right now. But as a millionaire, if you come to me talking about you got millions and I can cook and clean. Motherfucker, nobody, like, at that point, 
I don't want to hire a, a maid or no. a housekeeper to do this because I think it's wasteful. Why would I partner with that's you? The, that's the dumb thing about that conversation. I mean, not, not to cut you off my back. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Is if you're if I'm a millionaire, you're first, you don't want to do shit. Why you niggas never talk about ambition is sexy gender neutrally? Bitch, this is your fucking opportunity. Man, if I just had some money, I would crazy fucking thing now that we're in love and shit. I can afford to, and, and don't say no goddamn boutique, but you've never wanted to do anything. You know, ne- oh, I always wanted to go back to school. Crazy fucking thing. Sally may not fucking with you because I'm a millionaire. Every time a, goof, a goofy motherfucker get online and say, knock it off. You niggas is weird, and you niggas are weird and controlling to be like, you know, she ain't got no fuck that. Have a fucking goal, bitch. What the fuck? What the fuck? I'm fuck that. That crazy as fuck. Take care of the kids and teach them what? What the fuck are you gonna? I can, man, I'm so fucking tired of this conversation. She gonna stay home and rear the like? I had spent all this fucking time, all this money. Had these kids so I can't sit home and fucking raise them I don't even like baseball and I want to do that shit Let's throw the fucking ball pussy We both can't throw this shit And don't know how this fucking glove work Because I played football You finna Ain't no motherfucking way you finna rob me of that shit Get the fuck out of here I am not home And now my all that stupid shit y'all be posting I'm not fucking home because I'm working all the goddamn time So my fucking daughter got a goddamn complex for, for for fucking male for male validation, bitch. Fuck you. Go to work so that I can sit home. I know how to raise these motherfucking kids. I was a participant in this. You rocked it out during pregnancy time, but knock that shit the fuck off. This is my time to fucking shine. I can kiss my motherfucking ass. That's the dumbest shit in the fucking world. When y'all keep saying this, fuck you. Y'all are dumb, and that's why you niggas is sad. Fuck off, man. Like. Pull up on me though when you want to get some mental help. I'll fix your shit. I'll help you out. But that shit dumb. It's stupid. It doesn't make any fucking sense. And I'm so f- every day with y'all. So I not that I know his personal life that much, because I don't, but as the example came to mind. What about somebody like a Dion? Worth millions on top of millions on top of millions and is gonna keep getting money from endorsements generation after generation. I've coached all my kids in all the sports, so all my kids are athletes, even the girls. They play. They all got scholarships to play for different teams or wherever he is. And so far as I know, his this wife is the second one, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken. But I don't really know her to do much. Even the the first wife, she was what a model. I think she. I think so. I don't know what she does. I know she. Super pretty, and you know his kids. You know he, she the baby mama. So I see her at the games, mm-hmm. supporting like these are my kids, supporting them and all that. But I don't know what else she does besides be pretty. And I have no idea. I thought yeah, I think she. Was I think she was a model or something in that regard. But even in that, like, I'm said millionaire dude, and I pieced up with this model because I have access to model chicks. Like, what does she do though? That's why them fucking divorces be going like the fuck they be going. That's why them relationships be going like they be going too. Like it's a fucking pattern with this shit. Motherfuckers be be aligning with everything but love and affection and connection and and all the other good action ass words. And they be like, it just doesn't happen. It don't be in God's plan. God be up there like, bitch, that had nothing you, to fucking do with me. That was a lesson. I put that lesson there because <laughs> you wouldn't listen. I can I can respect say a an iman like Shrumpert. 
Oh yeah, yes. And y'all was ready. Y'all was, y'all y'all was lo- ready to jump. Y'all on. loved this family uh two weeks ago and immediately it was fuck him. Man, he I- must be cheating. He must be this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. And she came out, ah, 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 no. That is my best friend. We are co-parenting. We are great. We still love each other a lot. We just decided to split. Like it was just a healthy, amicable split. We still love each other, still kick it, do this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. How but you that, know it wasn't her? She the fuck. She in the end. Like, y'all niggas make me sick with this It shit. could be. But of course they're gonna they pick whoever side cool. they own. But yeah. the fact that she's like Watch some niggas figure it out and y'all gotta fucking eat dick. They might. But my thing is like they they chose right. I found somebody else in the industry. I don't I don't see Tiana really being no cooker like that. But you know, she an artist and model. She pretty whatever and you hooked up with her because she was cool and had a fashion sense and this that and the other blah 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 but that's for love because mm. even when we break up we still break up amicably we still care about each other we still support each other we still each other's best friend like that's a good healthy choice that's a healthy situation as opposed to I don't fucking know pick somebody oh yeah shit <laughs> whoever the fuck your favorite is up, up here fucking uh, Dre Oh, I was, yeah, I was going to say, I'll appear, you know, every other week, uh, Summer and Meech or whoever the fuck, like. Or, Summer uh, and herself, whoever had heard Shadow. Hey, you, you, know what's another, you know what's another stupid downside? Everything fucked up in that dynamic because it ain't no balance. Because what the fuck I look like? I'm out here. I already work a 10 hour. I'm working fucking a bajillion hour shift if I'm running a business. Like, okay, if I'm, if, if okay, the, the day the fucking pie just becomes money money making fucking machine it's pop i'm not give. i'm worked really hard on this we both were really i'm not gonna stop being a fucking therapist so now it's therapy time it's pod time it's this it's that i have to now where this could be like a space where you organize your time properly i gotta do quadruple double because this non-working motherfucker over here so now we fucking traveling and shit. We going to do speaking engagements. It's fucking lit. All the success in the world. Get off this fucking plane. Walk into this house. I'm dog fucking tired. We didn't ripped and ran every fucking where we could up there. Uh, uh, you know, we dapping up care, man. It's big black therapists. All this fucking cool shit. And I get home and you ready to fuck to the moon bitch it's fucking 2 30 a.m and you got all this energy because you ain't done a goddamn thing. <laughs> At all Ain't like f- Rearing Like 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 Motherfuckers mama's not gonna be there Like fuck you Like I'm gonna get in here And now you wanna uh, Fuck to them Go to bed You gonna fucking Try to drag me outside Oh you're gonna land here At fucking 9.30 That's great Cause we can meet up With such and such Meet up with who Motherfucker I'm not going No fucking where I'm tired Putting everything to fucking together, and now you think you finna get me And, and wanna uh, Wanna like Just just fuck to the moon Fuck off That's crazy as hell Better get you some fucking you now I'm I'm waiting all that stupid shit y'all be posting like when you get home you finna tear the pussy up me and that pussy finna scuffle at best do a little tig tag fuck is wrong with you that shit is y'all everything y'all say don't make no fucking where y'all brains at man in the clouds damn it's it's wrapped up in Disney I've said this before in we all in middle in fucking elementary school they said put your thinking cap the fuck on where did y'all put them. My shit stay with me. It be it's in the car. I keep it at the house. I got two of them. They wearing it. It's on their ass. <laughs> that's, that's that's what they thinking with. <laughs> I 
That's where them BBL came from. Them BBL <laughs> stuffed your thinking cap in there. And that's what you start thinking with. But not healthy relationships. I don't I don't think we have to say this for healthy relationships. There's a ton of healthy relationships <coughs> that still may fail because relationships aren't guaranteed to, to make it all the way, whatever all the way is, just because they're healthy. But healthy relationships, we don't have to say this. Healthy relationships are doing whatever balance looks like for them. I think for us, or at least when we talk about seeing stuff on social media or seeing stuff in, in the world, it's a lot of single people that refuse to kind of what you shared earlier. Certain artists don't want to pivot and change and grow along the way in their journey. It's people that still may be single that are still saying the same shit that they were saying when they was 20 before they had kids. Now you've made all these terrible decisions. You got a kid or two. You keep dating the same types of people, male or female, doesn't really matter, or both, because some of y'all decide to be bi because you don't want to address <laughs> your decisions. Is, is the best statement ever. It's, it's a lot of y'all that are questionably queer. You're not really queer. You're just queer because you don't want to be accountable to the fact that you make shitty choices in partners. But that's a whole other decision. Bad person is not gender specific. You suck. You nigga. you just can't pick them on either side, huh? Or whatever <laughs> pronoun they have, you can still choose terribly then as well. Maybe it's just you. Maybe you're you're not addressing within yourself what you need to address. But either way, sometimes that's that's the problem. A lot of single people are screaming into the void, complaining about shit that is easily fixable if you just paid that attention to yourself. And you don't. So you end up doing and saying the same shit over and over and over, and it becomes a problem. That's another table. Oh, yeah, that's another table I want to kick over. When you said the, um, because I believe it, it makes sense, but also fuck y'all. <laughs> um, that whole goddamn, uh, you know what if what works for them what works for them is is too close to that fucking shit y'all say like you know his truth her truth motherfucker sometimes it is i i swear, i might this is a teach uh, sometimes it is the fucking truth what works for that shit don't work for nobody y'all yeah. be finding every which way and it pisses me off cuz y'all be really trying to throw it in the mental health bag y'all be finding every which way to duck and dodge the fact that what you're doing or saying is 100% bullshit it's caca you're caca. I mean, it, it works for them in the moment. And I think that's the point that we don't pay attention to or address. Whatever works for them, it looks like it's working for them right now. But if you had the insight that they have in their relationship, would you see that it's still work working? Is it working long term? Because some of this shit seems like it's working, you know, for a year or two. And then you... I appreciate that it ain't working because you sitting in front of us now having a conversation and you got to pay per session to figure it out. But and that's the crazy thing because it ain't never worked. It's it's if you really you, that's what you can come here and learn because it, it didn't it didn't work. You it, chose from the unhealthy part of yourself. Here's the correlation: it did not work when you was eight. Like we all was eight, seven, eight, nine, whatever you, whatever how many long, and you was like lying to your parents. You thought you was slick as fuck. You thought you was like really like hiding school notes or some shit. Or you wasn't supposed to eat in your room. I got away with this. Thing yeah, you ever. and you really thought you thought it worked for you then. Like you thought if you could just ah, oh, I'll shove it over here and I'll and I'll throw it away. Out in your twenties, like yeah, I know. yeah. No, 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 you found out in you found out in two weeks because <laughs> it's the same shit. It's the same fucking concept. You are eight years old. You're not supposed to eat in your room, but you know your your mom and your pop be like you know crashed out. They be having because they both go to work. 
And so they both be tired and they both come home after they both go to work and they fuck like crazy and they in their sleep. So you leave out your room and you be sneaking and getting snacks and shit at night because you know you're not supposed to fucking touch them. So you be trying to sneak out because you know they sleep. And in the moment you think it worked for you, you get them fucking snacks and you chowing down and shit and you get into bed. Yeah, got them snacks. And you putting stuff in the wrappers in your fucking little wrapper part because you think you fucking slick. You think it works for you right now. It works for you right now. And you're not paying attention, and all of a sudden, fucking ants is working for them too. And now you got a fucking ant infestation in your room, and everybody, your parents are not dumb, so they sitting like, "What the fuck are these ants in the room?" So they're gonna figure out. They looking where the ants from, and you doing that dumb shit, kids. I don't know. I mean, I'm looking where you looking. You looking at one fucking spot, thinking you being fucking slick, but these are adults. They see you looking like a fucking doof. So now. <laughs> All of a sudden, they scrounged and looked around. It's fucking 14 goddamn Oreo packets. Who the fuck was in here? Who sold you? When the fuck did you come eat these Oreos? Not I to mention. Even buy no Oreo. Exactly. You just got these fucking snacks just sitting in here and your teeth fucked up because you're eating these shits and going to bed. Now you have to get your ass toe up. You got to go to the <laughs> dentist, which you fucking hate to go to because it worked for you in the moment. That was your truth, dummy. And now you took that same shit. And, and ran your ass into and using it in a relationship. I know what the fuck I'm to pull up. I'm I'm cooking you niggas, bro, <laughs> with love. Y'all gonna get better fucking with me. I swear to God. Come around here. By <laughs> any means. Necessary. Yeah, fuck that. A couple of y'all. I'm not. I'm not a but that, kicking I, and screaming. I, I, I appreciate that analogy because that's the breakdown is what it actually is. Like you are choosing from a certain mindset, thinking that everything is okay because you're getting instant gratification. And you're not realizing that the consequences for your instant gratification are going to be delayed. I find out, wait, yes, you got all these fucking Oreo packets in your room. I've been giving you lunch money. So you ain't been eating no lunch or spending that money on what That's I thought you were spending. You're going to get flamed. You about to get, I got to pay for shit. fix your teeth from you eating this junk food that I told you not to eat. It's ants in the I got to oh, get yeah, the ants out this motherfucking house. It's over with. You've been spending my money on junk food and not what I told you to spend it on. And you've been lying to me all this time. And you just lied into my face and said you didn't know where it was coming from. That's five ass whoopings. Oh, no. That's that's beyond. That's ass whooping. You getting this. this you getting the game cleared out we she taking the plug from the tv and you might go to school in some stupid fucking outfits for a week or two you're gonna be it's whew. in in walmart shoes because yeah now it's not yet see and that's the thing it's not just it ain't never just the issue you got issues everywhere bro yeah man it's it's not only do you have to deal with the repercussions of your decision but you also have consequences for it not being well thought out and how it affects other people so, yes, what works for them, it may work in that moment and it may appear that it's doing relatively well based on this circumstance right here until you really pay attention to it and realize this shit is not all it's cracked up to be. This was actually not a good idea whatsoever. This is worse than we thought it was. All right. Still got some. Because that'd be a. I pre- you know I take that back. I appreciate I appreciate the love. I just absolutely. I'll be pulling up late. I, thank you. Thank, thank y'all so. for helping us keep this segment that we are transitioning into alive. This what four weeks in a row. I think so. I'm trying to trying four to keep it up. That's the only reason I didn't really really ask today because like there was some that was still left over. Yeah. Okay. But maybe I'm gonna start asking like early. Maybe we could still ask. We will ask every Monday and see what we got throughout the week. But either, either way, that's better. It's Good. four weeks in a row that we've had an additional segment to be able to answer questions 
And the more that we can like get questions from y'all and be a little bit more serious about it, but also answer it in a facetious way, like that helps us improve the show and connect with y'all. So thank you. Thank you for y'all participation. Keep participating. We thank you. We love you. We appreciate you. You know, y'all y'all can y'all can come. Some of y'all. Some of y'all. Some of y'all can come sit. <laughs> sit on the couch with us. I got another couch off to the side. You know, you can sit over there if you don't want to be on camera. Whatever it is. But y'all can come sit with us and like ask these questions in person. Facilitate the conversation. Open door policy ain't never changed. Well, so, it's my door that you gotta come through. So the policy so, changes so, a little bit. Adjustment. <laughs> it's a small adjustment in comparison to how it's supposed to go, but you you get what I'm saying. All right. Um, this one's not much of a question, but I do like like the concept. People's social media batteries never matching their social media profiles, especially their TikToks. I mean, I their battery as far as like the energy that they're they're putting out. That's what I assume. So like I I present this way on social media, but in person my presentation is different. I believe that's how I'm taking it. Okay, I mean that's. I can understand that and see it as not entirely a bad thing. I think it kind of depends on what the. Shit, nigga, that's me. I'm about to say that's for show me, because I don't show. I barely post anything. I don't show a lot of my real life, but I'm quick to tell you at least on the show. If you if you're listening and you hear this, that means you've probably heard me say it. But I'm I am boring, and I'm not boring by choice. I just I work. I go to the gym. I juice my fruits, I cook food, I be in the house minding my business because I like peace and it's a whole lot cheaper. It's $150 just to step outside the house. Oh, I don't man, really, I don't shit. I don't want to do that. So do I like doing things and exploring and all of that? Absolutely. But there's a lot of circumstances that cause me to not be able to do those things or not want to do them. So I sacrifice what's important, which is my mental health and peace and structure and things of that nature. So I don't present the same way. And a lot of my posts may be philosophical or well thought out or wordy or whatever the fuck the case is. And I don't always want to be that person. I could be a motherfucker right now and I can be Confucius in 10 minutes. So yeah, that's true. It, it kind of depends on, I think it depends on the person's social media platform and how you meet them when you see them in person. Cause I could be Mr. Nasty time on fucking social media. And then I see you in person and I'm in an introspective mood. So I'm not Mr. Nasty time right now. So how, how did you see me? How did you expect me to be, which is your fault? Cause nobody ex- told you to have a certain expectation. And then how did I show up based on whatever other circumstances were going on in my life? Cause Lord forbid, I do have other things to you know, juggle minus. Yeah, I think that just, you know, um, I think that kind of presents as like, you know, not allowing people to be a whole person. I understand that social media is a part of who people are. Mm-hmm. Um, I even know that that I yeah, I even know that that might be like a critique that we give to like musicians. Like obviously entertainment for show is like you have to give a piece of yourself um, I just feel like, you know, shit, honestly, in that moment, that person just might not be feeling it. Cause like, as me being somebody like I'm, I post a lot of stuff or I try to, I try to be very fucking active on the internet, especially for the platform. But yeah, it's mad times motherfuckers meet me. And I've, I've, it's different now. I've had a couple more moments when I decided, 
you know, to be outside because like that particular four hours, my life wasn't fucking overly booked. But in those moments, especially if you run across somebody who sees this version of you, they just expect that version of you. So I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing. That's you. That exists. Like I post some shit. I be Mr. Nasty time or funny or fucking that's hilarious. And you meet me. I got no jokes. Um, not hard. And I might be, uh, hopefully. Yeah, I might have an introspective day or I just might have a nothing day. I don't have no issue with you. I just I just think that comes with like sometimes people not being able to be their whole yeah. self because of this persona that we see. Yeah. So it's, it's gonna be I'm just using myself as an example. I can post a number of different I can be super culturally woke and informed and all that based on certain posts. I can be funny based on certain posts. I can be goofy. I can be informative. I can be all these different aspects. And all the while, I can post all these different aspects of my personality and have the stone faced while I'm posting it. Like, oh, that's funny. Yeah, let me add that to the story. It's like everything's not going to be exactly what you think they're going to look like on social media. But I think social media has been around so long that people expect social media to be 100% who somebody is. And that's not the case. Yeah, and also like this said to be specific to the social battery thing, I've had, in those moments when you're making said content, like this is when my motherfucker was at the tip top, and you know you meet me at the fucking grocery store, I'm not jiggling my hips on the fucking, uh, yeah, I'm fucking cereal I'm aisle. I'm hungry. Yeah, right I'm now. trying to get the fuck up out of here. Yeah, I think some <clears throat> for me, some of the shit that I may post, it's an aspect of my personality, but I'm looking at that between clients. Like, yeah, I, like it's a yeah. dopamine shot for me to keep me from like getting sleepy or whatever the case is, or you know, it's something else that I may do just to keep my my brain occupied in some capacity. A little bit of an addiction as well, but I got it managed for the most part. But like, I yeah, I posted this, 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 and this from this round. But little do you know, like this is shit I did on the toilet when I was taking the shit in between clients. Like I, y'all get a, man, y'all get a lot of dookie content. Right. For sure. <laughs> like, nah, this, this, even this post that <clears throat> I'm putting up or this representation that I'm showing isn't indicative of who I am in this actual moment. So it's tricky. Hey, I just be wanting you motherfuckers to know that I'm an all purpose motherfucker. I be, I've had that conversation a few times. I'd be, I mean, I don't, I don't super care, but I just, in the conversation purposes, like, I just want you motherfuckers to never put me in a box. I'm I've I've been very vocal about having like pre <laughs> premeditated fear of like being a therapist and you got to be in that therapy box. Mm-hmm. I'm with all I'm all of it motherfucker. That that's the best shit TI could have ever said. I will beat your ass, kiss your girl and tuck my kids in and then lead a march in the motherfucking morning. I'm mm-hmm. all of it. Um next one uh seasonal depression in your 30s or is it just comfort in being alone? Um I don't know that those are both the same thing. Like, uh, see, comforting being alone. What do you What do you mean? What is, What is the wording? It's, it specifically says seasonal depression in your early thirties, mm-hmm. or is just comfort in being alone. Well, I would say comfort in being alone doesn't. I would say doesn't lead me towards like seasonal depression. I would no. say they both. I could be. A, I'm, I feel like in my thirties, I'm more aware of like this might be a seasonal depression type thing. Um, and being able to be aware that like, if I'm alone, that there is a balance between comfort and being alone and isolation. And then that turning into you, like 
increasing depressive symptoms because you like, mm-hmm. oh, fuck, I haven't been outside. You haven't touched grass. Mm-hmm. Like, those are shit. That's even outside of just there. That gets into just some neuroscience shit. You need to have yeah. interaction. You need to have the sun hit you. You just, at this at a certain point, you fucking yourself up on, like, a physical, biological level right. before we even get to, like, whatever might be, you know, cranking up in this motherfucker. I'll take it into a little bit of a spiritual, metaphysical aspect as far as seasons are concerned like seasons in your life as opposed to seasons you know autumn summer fall all of that like mm-hmm. say in my early 30s i'm in a different season i'm transitioning out of my 20s my life looks different this is a different season for me and because i'm transitioning out of one season and into another one could that lead to aspects of depression or just be me finding peace and being alone it can be either or. It kind of depends. I could be grieving. I'm transitioning out of one variation of my life and creating a new one that could trigger grief because I'm getting out of something that I'm familiar with, that I'm used to, that I'm comfortable with. Even though it no longer serves me, that's what I know. That's what feels comfortable. And now I'm getting rid of that to start something completely different that is uncomfortable, although albeit better it's still uncomfortable for me. So I'm going to grieve my transition process, which may have aspects of low mood. It may not be completely depression, but that's the thing that people know more than anything. So you'll say depression, but it may be depressive symptoms or low mood or things of that nature. So it could be an aspect of that. And in grief, those stages, because you're going through all of them in no particular order, I can be having my depressed day for this week. And then next week I'm angry. And then the next week I kind of accept that I'm going through this transition and I can't be around the people that I used to be around. So I have to pivot and do these things differently. And so you may be going through a number of different changes. So sometimes I think people may confuse uh, depression or depressive symptoms or anxiety with grief. Mm -hmm. I'm changing and I'm changing in a number of different ways, and that change is uncomfortable for me, and it's unfamiliar to me, and I miss what I used to have and the blissful ignorance I had there, and now I'm transitioning into something that's forcing me to adapt more. And so, so diagnosis be whipping me out. <laughs> well, just uh, I, I, I shoot people a little bell because they only know what they see, and a lot of people ain't sitting in front of therapists on a regular basis. Hell. A lot of people ain't even sitting in front of us listening to the show, and all of our show ain't really mental healthy in that regard. A lot of them may watch, like even me, I watch certain podcasts of coaches. Mm-hmm. You know, I watch uh, <laughs> Mel Robbins. Coach. Yeah, your, your Mel Robbins, uh, your Jay Shetty's, or your Tony Robbins. Like, they're coaches. They're mm-hmm. not really therapists, but they have large platforms. And they talk about these topics so people hear it in these regards, but they're not really informed to it. They just hear something and they're like, oh, okay. But I think that applies you- to me. Even something like, say, a Huberman. People can watch Huberman lab, but he's a fucking scientist. So some of the language he used, they may not completely oh, yeah, nah. get it. So I, f- I fuck with Huberman, but I got to be in the right state of mind because yeah, he be nah, fucking, you can't, he he be hitting you with the fucking like stats and vernacular. Yeah, like, you oh, really got to be. I won't say tuned in, but you have to be aware and understand that that's what you're trying to do right now. It's not something you can mindful, mindlessly throw on in the background. Um, but that's why I shoot people a little bell because they, they use the buzzwords because that's all they know. They ain't really dove deep into it. So 
I'll give them a little bit of bail. But yes, some people, you may be grieving a transition or season in your life or the season's changing. And because you're grieving that, you're going to go through different emotions. And yes, part of that may be that like I'm liking being in peace and being by myself right now for this stage. And that may change in whatever time. Yeah, I don't have much else. I think that's a good thing. Like piggybacking off that, the only thing to add is much like is kind of like you're saying of it's being like aware. Like I think understanding that you are grieving that process of like, oh shit, like I used to be out at, you know, whatever. And now I'm tired and now I want to be in the house. Mm -hmm. Is that fucked up or not? Like, you know, having like some open dialogue with yourself is being like, oh, okay. Like I'm kind of aware of what's going on. Like self-awareness, like I'm big, big fucking fan. I was a hoe, and now I gotta be in the house with these kids. I ain't or that, yeah. The like the twenty your decisions of your twenties are starting to smack. Like you know, I'm, I'm like my fucking back hurt. Whatever the fuck, like shit's just not clicking like it's clicking, and you just might take, especially in the your early thirties, like you not are clicking. figuring them, are yeah, them knees and hips, is all clicking. that shit. Them shit, you like, oh shit, this used to. Why don't I like you know ask yourself the questions? Why don't I feel good like this? Because at this time. Last year or the year before, two years ago, I was doing A, B, and C. And not only am I not doing that, I kind of don't want to, but I kind of miss it. Like, all those things and shit you got to kind of feel and address and kind of process. And then you're like, okay, this 30, this 30 shit is, like, lit in its own right. Mm-hmm. Like, you are, you know, definitely leaving out of the realm where you can blame it all on youth or I'm figuring myself out. Like, well, you mean you figure it out, but you should kind of have some shit down pat. Not all of it, but, like, you know, a good amount. Um, So, yeah. I mean, it makes sense, and then you just kind of both things can be true, I guess, and then mm-hmm. kind of cut through. Come in stages and waves. All right, here's the good one. This is the real seasons. fucking. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 in the bag of words like seasons, masculine, feminine energy, um, roles. All that niggas suck. <laughs> all right, who's more tortured? Damn, who I just said. That's it. Wrap it up. Um. Anyways, um. Who's more tortured? Aaron Yeager, Luffy, Nico Robin, uh, Three Stacks Album Haters. <laughs> three Stacks what? Three Stacks Album Haters. It's a tie. The between, three Stacks Album Haters. Yeah, it's a, for me, it's a tie between Three Stacks Album Haters and Aaron, but I think it's Three Stacks Album Haters at the tip top. Like, I can, hating the album, period, you're wild. If you're having, I, I, I can, op- I hold space for that conversation between, like, Calling it a hip hop album and just letting it be like a fucking whatever album and you know people throwing it's the best hip hop album ever when it might not necessarily be considered like hip hop, I can deal with that. But not liking the album period or the lane or the, the space he took, I think like I think if you like sincerely hate it, you are miserable you are of miserable. yourself. Yeah, I can understand the same regard. Like, uh, it's not for me. It's not what I choose or it's not what I would prefer from him. But I can respect the change and adaptation, and I can respect it for what it is. But it's just not my cup of tea. I can I can go in that regard. But if you just hate it, you gotta be a, you gotta be a real unpeaceful motherfucker to not like a peaceful album. Yeah, I mean, but and I'll give you I'll give you some anime. I mean, Aaron Yeager is out of those three, like absolutely, Aaron is the worst off. Like Nico, you know, Nico Robin had a bad, you know, her shit her shit was tough coming in, but. I feel like if you're part of the Straw Hats, you're having a good go of it. You got a good team. You got a good family. Luffy, Luffy, Luffy is clearly, if you were having a conversation about genuine, pure 
freedom, you know, taking down oppressive systems. It's fucking the straw hats. Luffy and them is living long, like Joy Boy out here joining up. Aaron was we we liked Aaron up front and became a pure fuck, like a literal fuck nigga representation of just like you know I. I'm fucking, he's an asshole. Like, you know, cool. I like how Titans look. We like, but Aaron was wrong. Aaron was wrong. Like, there's no justification for what Aaron did. Like, y'all niggas nuts. Like, I remember the conversation about, like, Aaron. Like, I was rocking with y'all. I was even rocking when Aaron was, like, uh, over there in Paradise. and, And he was, you know, had the bye patch. And he turned up on Reiner and fucked all the motherfuckers up. That was a little dirty. Those people, some of them people was innocent. But we... We're getting into like okay, that was a kind of like that was when I could like okay man, but they was fucking up them over there like this is some real dirty shit. But you know we would ever after that, bro. Like pretty much fucking straight down fucking. Hit. Especially when you add in the fact of like this nigga knew what he was doing. Like the fucking he knew for he knew it. He this could have been. I don't even know how time works if you can, but he didn't have to. He made choices. Like Aaron's a fuck, and then at the end. I was like, I really wish I could have sat in like the houses of niggas who are like, I mean, it's all niggas, but like I always think of it as like some weird, like you know, uh, edgy white boy who like you know is like his profile picture is the Joker or some shit, <laughs> and he has like he really really like identifies as Tyler Durden or whatever. Um, and I don't I I don't dislike Fight Club. I like the Joker films, but those are villains. Those are bad people. Patrick Bateman was a fucking psycho. It's in the fucking title. Anyways. Weird ass niggas But I just wish I could have sat there With them Like in the home When like You see Aaron at the end And he's just this Blubbering punk motherfucker Like And he's just sitting In the pool of blood Like I did this And he's a Dumbass Great show Aaron's a fuck Um Salute to my nigga Levi Gang gang That's the best Motherfucker in the show Uh Every Every time Zeke pulled up It was on fucking site Um Salute you know, salute to the short kings. Y'all got one. <laughs> Cause uh he he did that shit. Like, you know, they was trying to play you. If she don't love you at your fucking uh I don't know, Levi, then she don't deserve you at your Levi. <laughs> I don't know. Levi is the GOAT. I think that's it. Um For the most part. I think uh I think Aaron is just misguided. I think that makes him the most miserable and tortured. At least in that regard, he's super misguided. Yeah. You start off one way when you're a kid and then you transition to another way, just strictly off of being miserable and angry. Murder and fucking 80% of the <laughs> That's such a crazy fucking number. Uh, but yeah. So don't, don't be like me. Um, and don't be like somebody that hates sonically pleasing calm music because you like chaos and ratchetry in your life. Yeah, Aaron probably wouldn't have liked fucking Stax album. And we clearly, that's dumb. Bet you leave, I would have liked that shit while he was slicing motherfuckers up. Had it in his headphones as he's floating through the air, just fucking slide. Your music choice dictates your mental health. So if we are the funkiest podcast, it's a wonder why we play certain types of music here 
when we talk about mental health and it's not surprising why other podcasts may have certain guest artists or things of that nature nigga I, st- I stand firm on the music and the vibrational shit I, I'm like I like look metaphysical and I'm standing on that there's science behind it the vibrations the tones the hurts like we've been saying this shit and epigenetics man all, all of that shit we, we've been the drumming people we've been the people man See y'all next week. That one pissed me the fuck off. I pissed me off already. Just come in here and start cussing. And then, you know, judging everybody based on the, the content you consume. We've said that a few times. Yeah, can't nobody judge you but God. I am made in His image, then punk bitch. How about that? Yeah. I am an extension of. Yeah, I'm the judgy part. <laughs> All the judgy parts God put down here. I'm part of that. Me and gang. Me. And, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good to see y'all later, nigga. I am the law. Fuck me, yup. Me and Dread, and I'm talking the Carl Urban one where that nigga was just. Blah, blah, blah. I don't want. No, I don't want no fucking cool one-liners like like slide. The Carl Urban where he just was. Blah, 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 blah. Whole fucking movie. Pull up and shoot shit up. How this guitar going? That's me and that motherfucking eye. Alright, I'm out of here. <laughs> I gotta go do my job. We'll see you on the next episode. Appreciate y'all tuning in. If it's your first time, hopefully you enjoyed the show. If it's not your first time, thank you for coming back and rocking with us on a regular basis. Shout out to those that reach out to us individually and let us know that you're rocking with us. It's the end of the year wrap up. I did want to share this. It's a few people that have showed us that like we're in the top podcast that they listen to. So thank y'all for that. We appreciate you. We love you. We'll see y'all next episode. Have a great week.